on the question of trust, I, I think it's probably true to say that we have a crisis of trust, that trust is lower now than, than ever before, and it seems to be in a downward spiral in, in so many different areas. So in this discussion today, let's look at trust and how it is that we build it. This is a place where those who suspect their innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. Now, I was looking at some uh, polls of trusts and in, in more recent times and there's been a trend and there was a, a Harris poll quite a few years back now that, that was indicative of this trend and said that only 22% of those surveyed trusted the media, 8% trusted political parties. 27% trusted the government and 12% trusted big companies. Now, that's, that's not really great stats, is it? And if we look at uh, maybe across the, uh, the Atlantic, then uh, a fairly recent study by British sociologist David Halpin showed that 34% of people surveyed believe that other people can be trusted. So that's pretty low. In Latin America, the figure is only 23% of other people can, can be trusted. And in Africa, the figure is 18%. So in the UK, four decades ago, it was 60%. Today, it's only 29%. So, you know, there's, there's a huge uh, gap in our trust levels with others. Now... That's not all bad, though, because there are some isolated incidents around the world. And so the, uh, maybe the good news on that side of it is that in Scandinavia, the figure is 68% of people trust others, and in Holland, it's 60%. So there are some societies that have generated more trust than others. And in the, in the workplace, the research shows that only about 51% of employees have trust in senior management. And 36% of employees believe that their leaders act with honesty. So those figures aren't really that cool, are they? They're not um, uh, heartwarming. You know, there's, there is some hope. And maybe looking at the Scandinavian systems and the, and the, um, the ethos of those countries is, is well worth considering. But it would seem that uh, I, I still think of trust as being like uh, deposits in a bank account. See, we, we make deposits and then we make withdrawals. And at any time, there's a balance. So that's how we operate our, our life and our business. And within trust, it's, it's a similar thing. It's, it's, it's like we, we earn trust, which are like deposits into a trust account with, with um, a given person or a given thing. And then we have withdrawals when we violate those, uh, those, those essences of trust. Now, I think the important part to get on this is that the, uh, the deposit takes a lot longer to, to accumulate than the withdrawal. And um, in a um, and possibly this could be parallel with your with a, a normal bank account. You know, you you save on on a weekly basis and you you deposit money into that bank account, 
and then you see some bright shiny object or some desired thing that you want to get and you pay for that and there's a sudden withdrawal that takes place. And trust is, is, is similar in, in terms of uh, we build gradually build trust by doing something that we say we're going to do, by um, entering into a relationship with someone and earning the trust and depositing the trust in that bank account of trust uh, by being in harmony with that person. When we uh, violate that, and it doesn't have to be much, you know, we said that we're going to pick them up at a certain time and we don't, that's a violation of trust, that's a, a withdrawal from trust. And so whilst it might have taken months to get to a point of, of, um, of trust in the, in the bank account with that person, one activity such as not picking them up on time could take out half of the bank account or maybe the whole bank account. So you know, there's a, a question that has to be asked around this, that how is your bank account? How is your bank account of trust? So, you know, it's, it is a multi-layered phenomena and it's, it, it, it affects everything through, throughout. So in other words, you know, you could have um, trust with, with a, um, in, in a relationship, with an employee, with a partner, and there are a whole bunch of layers there where you would trust each other. But when there's a violation of the trust, it will it will permeate throughout all the layers. So, you know, and just say to use that example, a violation of a time agreement actually affects every other part of that trust um, uh, with with that person. So it's not just, um, well, I can't trust that person for, for their time anymore. It's, well, can I trust that person with my money? Can I trust that person with my um, my secrets, with my uh, my energy, with my 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 space, my you know? So there's there's a whole range of things then that get affected when trust is violated, and this is is extends outside uh, outside of us and into our circle of influence. So we have a a circle of influence like a team and the people around us and the and the services and the products we have um, that go right out into into society so that if we are, are operating in a situation where we're we're violating trust in just a simple uh, area it's going to have a ripple effect that goes right out into many different areas uh, wherever that product or service uh, has a uh, has an outreach so ask yourself the, the question, how much trust do you have in yourself firstly as a person? Because that's if we don't if we can't trust ourselves and we can't flow within ourselves with a, a, a in a given area of, of activity, uh, we're not, you know, we're second guessing ourselves, then we will put that that lack of trust out there to those people around us. The people who receive our services will uh, feel like there's a, a lack of congruence there. So you know, where is it within yourself that you are not trusting yourself? Do you trust yourself to um, keep your word? Do you trust yourself to be able to do what you say you're going to do? Do you trust yourself uh, to be able to uh, get the results that you are purporting to be able to get. So, you know, there's a there's a number of areas there where 
that at the beginning of the, of the inside of those concentric circles is you and if you're violating trust within yourself and you're not and you're not trusting yourself then it's going to affect all the way out so the the next level of that would be well which people in your sphere of influence do you trust so in other words you know it's it's very good to to be able to trust yourself and for others to trust you but where do you trust others so what is the what is the uh, trust level in in others ability to do things you know do people say they're going to do things and then they don't you know that's eroding trust that that is bringing the trust that they have or that you have in them down and that could not necessarily be an ethical thing uh, as far as they're concerned that could be could be totally okay uh, there'll be no violation in ethics but for you uh, because you've got a higher value of ethics around trust and around this particular action then um, it will erode your trust in them so that's where you know you you could a, a person could be um, in a state of being in time and so they they're not aware of time passing you know they're totally in the moment they're, they're, it's like a child you know a child will be totally uh immersed in what they're doing and they're not aware of time passing that it's now time to leave it's now time to have a meal it's now time to do this and all these other constructs that we we bring about in our ordered world um so if you're functioning from a high level of time tracking so you're aware of time passing and you're with a person who's in time then it's not very useful to get all bent out of shape and erode your trust in them just because they uh, have this artistic bent that allows them to to investigate or a scientific method that allows them to investigate everything and time ceases to exist. Um, it's it's useful for you to be aware of your values around time in this in this situation and their values. Uh, because they were very, very different. And if you're tying your trust to that person uh, based on your values, then you're setting yourself up or yourself up for, for hardship. You're setting yourself up for a, for a difficult time because they're not going to shift their values in order to meet your requirements of them as far as trust goes and as far as, in this case, as far as time goes. So, you know, just be aware of that, that, that um, everyone has their own um, values hierarchy and when they say, you know, they're going to be at a certain place at a certain time, they're thinking in their mind, give or take, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, you know, in the extreme cases, an hour, or, you know, maybe that day. And that, if you've got your trust hanging on that person, um, it's, you're going to be setting yourself up for a, for a disappointing time. So it's about managing for that too. So this is where your business acumen comes in, that you, you know that there's certain people in, in your group um, or in your team or in your relationship that are, you know, dreamy Daniels. They, they, they are looking at things from all different angles. They, they don't have a relationship with time that's very clear, uh, they'll probably never have a watch on their ha on their arm, and they will have to be managed for that. So it's not a, a, a lack of trusting. You can you can absolutely be sure that they're not going to be on time. You can trust that, but don't trust them to be on time for your values. So I'm just using time as just one particular 
um, um, phenomena. But this this happens in every single area of, of our life. Every everything we interact with in our life, um, we have as a values hierarchy, and we have um, when that's being fulfilled, we trust it. When uh, others aren't fulfilling it, we don't trust them. When others are fulfilling it, we trust them more. So. Be aware, though, that it is our values, it's our perception, uh, and others aren't necessarily in the in this life to live up to our values and to live up to our perception. So, you know, being aware of it, being able to to flow with it, and uh, allow them to be at the level that they're at, uh, and you manage for that. Because your job is not to change someone else's um, character traits or their or their values hierarchy, it's allow it's allowing you to work within that so you can get lots of stuff done based on your values, and have others along for the ride, and you place them accordingly. And we'll we'll, we'll talk more about that when it comes to teams. So um, Stephen Covey in in his book Speed of Trust um, just pointed out: look, trust is a is a tangible force, and Whilst many people give lip service to trust, they recognise it's sort of a fluffy feel-good phenomena, and and it really doesn't affect the the bottom line. So Covey states it differently. He, you know, he explains that key elements uh, that most businesses worship, um, that being strategy, uh, vision, outcomes, strategic direction, so forth, um, and execution, doing the technical stuff is all that that that's that's needed. Um, is this multiplier of trust. And that is so true. So it's sort of like what we've painted here now is a paradox because it's like one level of saying, well, you know, everyone has their own measures of trust. And then we're saying, well, if we want to get stuff done and want to get things and get big outcomes, uh, we've got to have this trust as a multiplier. So it's about trusting in the um, in the predictable nature of a certain thing so you know if it's if it's summertime you don't trust that it's going to be snowy and cold um however in wintertime it's a reasonable um trust that you would base your base your life on so you have to be able to be flexible to allow that trust to flow um in in the context that it's uh, that's been presented so it's these um strategy and times execution multiplied by trust gives gives results so we've got to make sure that we've got a strategic approach here and an executable approach that then um, incorporates trust and that's where rules regulations and uh, expectations are, are so critical particularly when we're dealing with multiple people so being aware of our own trust uh, hierarchy and then being able to put ourselves into a team or a relationship where um, we recognize ours could be different from theirs or theirs from ours, and then we make sure that we uh, manage for that. So no matter how low the bank account is, the bank account of trust is, it is always possible to add deposits to it. So if you've blown it with someone, um, you've violated their trust in you, and or they've, they've violated um, uh, their own trust, you can, you can assist them in building trust back in, or you can assist yourself by building trust back in. So know, know that it's a it's a, um, a deposit and withdrawal phenomena. One of the um, the areas that one might consider in in building trust in and I'll you know maybe we'll just look at the at the four quadrants here and just pick pick one out of each. But if we were to consider say 
uh, quadrant one, this is, this is about our connection, our values and our purpose and our outcomes. And the question would be on this one, well, look, do you trust that there's this innate wisdom within you? Do you trust that your body knows what to do? Do you trust that there's order in this, in this life, in, the, in, the, um, in, in this system that we're living in called the universe? You know, do, you, do you trust that on this little rock that we're on, hurtling around in, in space around a, around the sun at 640,000 kilometers an hour, whatever the, the speed is, um, that there is some order to that? And so that you can not occupy your time worrying about uh, whether the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning or whether the earth's going to stop spinning and so forth. So that there's a certain inherent trust. And, and whether you want to entertain that thought or not, there is a trust that's built in on that. So be aware of that and, be, um, and maybe open yourself up to trusting that essence that we are derived from, that we've descended into this physical form from. And so that, that then might open up the trust question in quadrant two. So quadrant two is a, is a challenging area for trust because the, the essential nature of quadrant two is to distrust, to use itself as a filter for um, a survival. So to make sure that things don't go, go bad and to reference back in the past and see if there's anything went, went wrong is to right that wrong and to make sure that that wrong doesn't happen again. So that's where the rules that come in with quadrant two, um, the, which are very um, are very significant when it comes to trust, is where a lot of, lot of trust actually comes from, is that, look, the, if, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to keep my commitments. So keeping commitments is a, is a major component of quadrant two. It has lots of rules around that. And this is a, a major driving factor. So whenever you hear that internal dialogue saying, well, they, they should do this and they, they should do that, or I should be doing this and so forth, those are, those are the internal rules that we've got within quadrant two. And that's what builds our, our regiment, if you like, of trust. So we've got the quadrant one, which is big, hairy, audacious, sort of um, out there trusting in the universe. And then we've got our, our day-to-day um, trust of accountability uh, and control, and detail and attention to detail in the quadrant two part. So then we are in the quadrant three part. Uh, this is an, an area where we connect with others. So this is about dissolving um, the barriers to trust with, with others or dissolving the disconnection with others and immersing ourselves with them. And so we, we want to um, connect with people. And so it's about, about going towards someone in, and trusting that they are inherently good beings, that they that that you can be vulnerable with them, you can open yourself to them, and obviously listening is a is a critical component of that. Uh, so just don't not presuming that you have all all the answers to, to the questions, and asking more than you tell, and listen more than you talk. So you know, that's where the demonstration of respect for another person comes in, and making sure that 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 person feels feels safe and secure in, in your presence and that they trust you and that you in turn trust them so this is a you know at a at a very fundamental uh, interpersonal relationship um, level 
and and loyalty obviously is a, is a massive part of quadrant three. So when you when you're establishing trust like that, then you're also showing loyalty. And once again, it's a bank account, so you either make deposits or withdrawals. And then quadrant four, that's that's a straight talker, and, and that's where um, confronting reality, telling the truth, letting people know where you stand. Um, regardless of the repercussions, the possible repercussions. And, you know, it's all that tough stuff there that that the Quarant 4 part has as an inter, uh, integral nature of its uh, own trust building. So getting results is is the key area for this Quarant 4 part and, you know, getting the things done, making it happen, attend to the bottom line, and you know, under-promising, over-delivering, making sure that you knock it out of the park and you get to reinvent things and take them to a higher level. So that's, a, that's where uh, trust would be a huge factor in that dynamic, you know, making sure that you complete on what you said, what you said you're going to complete on, that you hold others accountable, that you hold yourself accountable, uh, and uh, regardless of the fallout, you say what is true for you. So there's a there's a level of trust which is almost like the opposite to quadrant three, which is so often happens with quadrant four and three. They're they're diametrically opposed, just like one and two are, and that's the beauty of being a human because we have all these parts within us, and as if we can um, embrace these paradoxes and we can work within this um, these different parts and uh, trust each one of them, which they seem to be so contradictory, but we trust each one of them, uh, we become richer as a person. So this is where continuous improvement and, and constant learning uh, occurs. This is where we start to free up the synapses of our brain and allow ourselves to become more pliable, more flexible, and we, we trust in the universe. We, we trust in the, uh, in the history that's got us to where we are, that it, it was necessary for us to develop to where we are. It's not true anymore. It's simply a history. Uh, we, we connect with others, and then we are productive, um, creative, and industrious individuals who are driving uh, life forward. They're driving the planet forward, driving uh, ourselves and our, our businesses and our uh, families and teams to, to create more and create better things, um, not necessarily to consume. You know, it's it's to leave the world in a better place than when we entered it. So make continual deposits into your bank account of trust and you watch your bank account grow and be aware of the withdrawals. Be aware of any violation you, you, you create within your own bank account and beware of your actions and others' bank accounts of trust relative to you. And that's the tricky part, is to balance those two because they could be diametrically opposed and it's about flowing with them so that uh, everybody uh, wins. It's like a rising tide lifts all boats. So, And trust is a, is a key currency within that discussion. So I'm Mark Postles and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.